I think one of the benefits to manufacturing locally is that relationship between people in the ecosystem. And so it's about making it easier for you to connect and for every resource that you need to be one or two phone calls or emails away. Welcome to Manufacturing Happy Hour, the podcast where we get real about the latest trends and technologies impacting modern manufacturers. Manufacturing Happy Hour. Each week, we interview industry experts that are at the top of their craft and give you the tools, tactics and strategies you need to take your career and your business to the next level. And now your host, Chris Lukey. What's up, Manufacturing All-Stars, and welcome back. We're here with episode two this week, where we're going to be exploring how manufacturers can adopt more of an entrepreneurial mindset. And there's no better person to join us for this conversation than Christina Z. Holly. Z is someone that I have on more than one occasion described as the most interesting, most accomplished person I've ever met. To start, Z is the creator of the first ever TEDx events, which, while fascinating in and of itself, that doesn't even begin to scratch the surface. She's an innovator at heart and has spearheaded innovation centers at both MIT and USC, and for a while she was the entrepreneur-in-residence for the city of Los Angeles, which marked the beginning of the nonprofit Make It in L.A., Make It in LA is a community of creators turning passions into products in Los Angeles, where Z is one of the leaders that helps align makers with numerous resources like live events, factory tours, accelerator programs, and guidance for finding and working with factories. Z is also a fellow manufacturing podcaster who has hosted three seasons of The Art of Manufacturing. In her own words, she describes manufacturing as a sexy industry, and on her show, she interviews entrepreneurs that are making it in our sector. Now, this episode is going to be slightly different than the normal full-length interviews that we feature on this show. That's because this is actually an interview we recorded almost two years ago. When Manufacturing Happy Hour was operating only as a video series, we were really featuring a lot of shorter-form technical content. But we recorded this episode, which was, at its time, a lot longer and more in-depth than what we normally covered on the show. Since it's been a long-time fan favorite, this seemed like the perfect time to bring it back to the forefront of your ears on this podcast. Funny enough, it kind of builds on some of the themes we covered in the first episode of the podcast, where we discussed company culture. If you haven't listened to our first full-length episode yet, that's episode one featuring Dan Voigt, the CEO of Blendtec. I highly recommend you check that episode out first. Where that episode is really focused on individual organization culture, this one takes a macro view of a local manufacturing ecosystem. Even though this episode is a bit of a quickie, it is still chocked full of case studies and valuable resources. So, here are three things you can expect from today's show. First, we talk about the importance of creating a local manufacturing community and ecosystem. Second, Z discusses what manufacturing companies can learn from startups by adopting more of an entrepreneurial mindset. This also involves being more iterative with design than manufacturers may have been in the past. Finally, we cover why having a big vision is crucial to the success of manufacturers, but also critical for creating a better future. 
Z has some awesome anecdotes to back up all of these points, and in true manufacturing happy hour fashion, when we recorded this, we actually met up at a bar not too far from Venice Beach for our interview. So if you hear some subtle 80s pop tunes playing in the background during the interview, now you know why. I've got some more stuff for you after the interview, so stick around until the end. But first, I think we need to go have a drink and a good conversation with Z. Let's head down to Los Angeles, California to talk entrepreneurship and manufacturing with Christina Z. Holly. Good afternoon, Manufacturing All-Stars, and welcome to this episode of Manufacturing Happy Hour, live from Marina Del Rey down in Los Angeles, California. Today, you are going to learn why manufacturing is sexy. And there's no better person to have on this show to fill us in on that than Christina Z. Holly. Z, welcome to the show. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> good, to, good to be here, and welcome to L.A., Happy to have you on, and and to give you a proper introduction to our audience, Z has been responsible for a number of innovative things throughout tech and manufacturing. She's an MIT-trained engineer, started her career with multiple successful tech startups, and has since gone on to create the first TEDx, as well as what she's focused on now, doing the Art of Manufacturing podcast in addition to a nonprofit focused on manufacturing in the Los Angeles area. But Z, that's just my intro. Can you fill our audience in on maybe a couple of the gaps that I might have missed? Yeah, I think if I were to think about you know, looking back my career so far, what I've been focusing on, what my passion is, what I'm good at, has been really finding undiscovered talent and ideas and helping them make an impact, help, helping them tell a story. So whether it was you know, creating the first TEDx and helping academics and others to tell their story, starting the innovation centers at MIT and USC, helping dozens of faculty start venture-backed businesses. Mm-hmm. Now really focus, it's really about creating something larger than ourselves, right? Yeah. So with manufacturing, it's about starting with an idea, with an invention, with a design, uh, and then say, okay, well, it's enough to, it's not enough to just have it for me. It's really about how do we create this for everybody and how do we mm-hmm. put it into production, mass produce it or produce it at much greater quantities. And that's what manufacturing is all about too. Well, well I love the way you describe it as making something bigger than yourself because the, the, the way I described it at the start, describing manufacturing as sexy might not be the word that most people typically associate with manufacturing right off the bat. So I've got a couple questions to dig into that a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And first I'd like to start with maybe what are some things that manufacturing in the industry can learn from other industries because I think there are other industries out there that might appear more attractive just at a first glance but what do you think manufacturers can learn from those other industries yeah I mean I think that one of the most important things that I found uh, you know especially creating like a tech ecosystem around MIT or at USC it's all about the community it's about the ecosystem it's Mm -hmm. not just about it's not just about capital or it's not just about the, any one particular thing. It's about creating connectivity and it's also about creating the culture that values that, you know, creating that something bigger. And so that's one of the things that we did at MIT, for example, it was kind of revolutionary where we thought, okay, how do we help 
how do we bring, make it acceptable and encourage that faculty would actually start a company and help them along in that process? So we had this grant program where we'd bring in, we called them catalysts, and I'm doing okay. the same thing here with Make It in LA. We're going to have yeah. catalysts, right? I think mentor, the word mentor is overused, mm -hmm. but um, where you attract these great ideas, you attract these great faculty and graduate students, you attract people from the business community to this place where they can, they can mix and mingle. And the key is you don't want to be that it's not a hub and spoke model. It's about mm -hmm. creating the network so that individuals can actually know where to go. So in Hollywood, if you want to create a film or you want to create a TV show, you basically know who to call and you're like, I'm going to put together this team right now. We're going to mm -hmm. shoot it right now. And tech is like that too, especially depending, yeah. on the, depending on the city, right? Not all cities are quite there, but manufacturing is not like that yet. And so that's what we're trying to do is we're trying to create that web so that people know how to get stuff done. Sure. And and I've kind of seen the same thing because you're down here in Los Angeles. I'm up in San Francisco. And, and to be honest, one of the reasons that we started this video series was because the community wasn't exactly there yet. Yeah. And we look at it as while I do these manufacturing happy hour videos, we also <laughs> do actual happy hours, bringing events, bringing other what I'd call thought leaders, people that are progressive in the manufacturing yeah. space together because you know that's that's one thing that's lacking that we've seen other industries doing differently in the past. Mm -hmm. Speaking of which, are there other, I guess, any other things you think that manufacturers can do differently aside from building that community or any other things that stick out that maybe through your experience you've seen starting to, to come up that manufacturers are doing more of or could start doing more of? Yeah, I mean, I think part of it could be about um, taking a little bit more of a an entrepreneurial mindset. And mm -hmm. I, I, I say that with caution, though. So I think that um, there's a there's a difference between startups and yeah. corporate corporations. And startups are not just small co corporations, right? Mm -hmm. But I think that there's a certain mindset of the risk taking, the mm -hmm. um, kind of iteration, but it's harder when you're, I mean, that's, that's one of the differences, right? It's harder to iterate when you're actually creating physical product, yep. right? So I think that that kind of a mindset and the more of the imagination rather than just trying to create, just to be creative, it's like imagining a bigger future, a different future and not getting stuck in your, the current state of affairs, your whole like, oh, how do I solve a problem? It's not about solving problems. It's about mm -hmm. imagining a different future. So a good yeah. example is that my one of the recent episodes of the art of manufacturing, we had uh, Kevin Zinger, who's the CEO of Divergent 3D. It's an automotive company here in LA. Okay. And he's had this really crazy, you know, very very um, deep experience as a tech entrepreneur. And he looked at the future of of transportation automa automotive and said, okay, what is that going to look like? He's looking at a future of autonomous vehicles. And what does that mean? That means that it's the early stages, it's, it's very entrepreneurial. It's, it's the early stages of innovation. So what you have to do is you have to create a platform where you can create uh, and iterate, let's say 10,000 vehicles and, mm -hmm. and be profitable. That's never been heard of before. An automotive company that can actually, in two years, create a new car design yeah. and be profitable. Is this the company that's 3D printing yes. cars? Okay, that's because I, I was I wasn't sure if you said that at the start, but yes, I have heard of these, yeah. these individuals. Before. Well, and the thing is, a lot of people say, "Oh, okay." Well, the important thing is that it's 3D printing cars. Well, that's the way he does it, right? So a lot yeah. of people start with the premise of, "Oh, well, it's so much cooler to 3D print cars." Well, no, actually, it's, it's two things. One is that he he's created this incredibly innovative 
platform where he can partner with other manufacturers, um, car manufacturers, but he's also looking at it from the sustainability perspective. Mm-hmm. So it's most people think the best thing they can do with their car, you know, to try to be more environmentally friendly is to use an electric vehicle. When in mm-hmm. fact, the biggest impact to the environment is the manufacturing of mm-hmm. the car, not the driving, not the drivetrain, not the fuel that you're using. It's actually the manufacturing. So that's what he's looking at is mm-hmm. by doing this, you're creating a much lighter weight vehicle because you're custom designing the parts exactly to be as efficient as possible and most of these products or these components are recyclable so he's looking at kind of this uh, circular economy Mm -hmm. so so anyway the point being that who would have thought that you could be entrepreneurial until tesla maybe right like that's the first time that anyone's really thought about the fact that you could start from scratch and create an amazing well, car and and I still think is Tesla as kind of that first company that really combined you know Bay Area tech yeah. with old school Detroit manufacturing and yeah. brought it together under one roof and you know if if I heard you correctly listening through it when you describe I guess back to the original question how manufacturing companies can be more entrepreneurial you're, ta- you're yeah. talking about being more iterative taking risks having that bigger vision whereas the story you just told was the bigger vision yeah. that the individual founding this car company had around sustainability yeah with that industry is that a correct summary yeah. would you say yeah yeah, i would say so and it's it's starting with the imagination to imagine a different future rather than iterative doesn't mean incremental right mm-hmm. it's like you you might have this grand vision but then you then you have to iterate in order mm-hmm. to get to that grand vision. And you may end up in a totally different place and with a yeah. different, you know. But it's not about solving problems that you think are ahead of yourself. It's about first you envision that future and then you go, well, how am I going to actually capitalize on that future? Got it. And to wrap things up with what you're seeing from your work with Art of Manufacturing right now, what are some things that may have surprised you or maybe some other folks that are envisioning that bigger future that you've seen throughout doing this show? One of the biggest surprises is the challenge of, and maybe this is also, you know, apropos to the previous question as well, what we can learn from tech and the other industries Mm -hmm. is how hard it is to actually get stuff made. Um, Yeah. And so how how hard it is to connect with resources. I get requests all the time, people saying, well, how do I get how do I get socks made locally? And it's like mm-hmm. incredibly hard to find those resources. Um, it's easier to put it into a search engine and find something in China than it is to find here. Mm-hmm. And I think the other surprise, so the first reaction people have is, well, we just need to have our own Alibaba. I'm going to call mm-hmm. it Alibaba, right? Alibaba. <laughs> no, actually, <laughs> right. No, we're not. I think that that's a part of the equation, but there's, um, I think one of the benefits to manufacturing locally is that relationship between people in the ecosystem. And so it's it's about making it easier for you to connect and for every resource that you need to be one or two phone calls or emails away. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that has to do with bringing people together, connecting people so they can share best practices. So you know who, who are the real players in this industry and who mm-hmm. are the heroes. Um, if you were to ask like, uh, yeah, most people wouldn't know who, this, who, the, who the president of SpaceX is actually. Most people are like, oh, it's Elon Musk. Right. And yeah. Squid Shotwell. Mm-hmm. So, but she, you know, so, so we just don't really know who those players are. Um, mm-hmm. So, connecting that ecosystem is a really important part on a much more personal level. So, if I were to summarize, and I've, I've got one more question for you yeah. before we wrap up, but some of the things that I've heard today are it's about the community, it's about yeah. the ecosystem, it's also about having that bigger vision and also developing that entrepreneurial mentality 
and taking more of the right risks, would you say? Yeah, I mean, I think that, that it's a little bit cliche to, to maybe people would think, oh, it's about failure, taking risks, et cetera. I think mm-hmm. we have failure wrong. I think that failure is really less about, uh, like Elon Musk has said, I'd rather learn from success rather than failure. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's the learning from that, from the missteps and picking yourself back up again and making sure that those missteps are small. Mm-hmm. It's harder in manufacturing. So I will totally acknowledge that. And mm-hmm. I think, but it's really inspiring to hear the stories from some of these entrepreneurs that I talk with. I mean, literally like Carl Kanai, he was the original creator. He's like the godfather of urban streetwear. He mm-hmm. almost lost the rights to his name mm-hmm. because of a bad business deal. Connie Huffa, she'd, she and her husband created pretty much developed the Nike Flyknit shoe and Mm -hmm. because of a bad business deal they went bankrupt and they're starting over again or um, Greg Steltonpole who was the founder of Adwala he sold out to Coca-Cola for 600 million Mm -hmm. and people think oh yay that was a great success but as you learn in his story you realize that actually that was a deep for him a a big failure because Mm. it came from I wouldn't have guessed no but he sold out uh, and he had to because because they had a product recall um, and it almost killed the company. And so now he has a second company, uh, okay. Califia Farms, and it's his second chance at Got starting it. over um, and really trying to impact the planet. And I'd say one more thing that's really surprising to me is the mm-hmm. increasing focus, this mission-driven aspect to a lot of what people, um, these manufacturers and these entrepreneurs are doing and this interest in sustainability. Mm-hmm. And there's a greater understanding that sustainability is not just about a brand identity or doing the right thing because it sounds like it's a great thing to do, but it's truly better for business. And it sounds mm-hmm. like a cliche, but I, it, there's a huge interest in sustainability. And that's pretty exciting to me. You've given us a lot of great anecdotes today to really contextualize a lot of the things we talk about. Is there any final words of wisdom you'd want to give to our audience before we wrap up the interview today? I don't know. I think... As I like to say, don't just make it, make it. (laughs) I like that. I dig that. And with that, Z, thank you so much for joining today. Thank you. Cheers. And for the rest of you out there, stay innovative, stay thirsty, and we will see you guys again next time. Cheers. See you later. Hey, thanks so much for listening. Thank you to Z Holly for jumping on this show almost two years ago and also for giving me the time when I was just starting out at this. Looking back on this interview after two years, I still love what Z had to say about getting a manufacturing network in place. Like she said, any industry is about knowing who to call and what to call them for. I think manufacturing is still a very transactional industry in a lot of ways based around, well, what can you do for me today? Whereas the approach I prefer is more along the lines of what can I do to help you in the long run and who can I introduce you to today that might be able to help with some of your immediate needs. I'm seeing things move in the right direction and I'm glad she reinforced the importance of that in this episode. Since this was such a short show and you might be like, man, there's so much more I wanted to hear about from Z, I did want to let you know that I have some good news for you. Some of you might know this, but I also host another podcast called Pubcast Worldwide, where we have a full-length interview with Z. 
That show has a similar interview format to this one, but it's not just limited to manufacturing. We get to sit down and grab a drink with entrepreneurs like Z, musicians, TV hosts, and interesting people in general as we travel to the best bars and breweries around the world. In the case of my episode with Z, if you thought her technical feats were cool, just wait until you hear her talk about her experiences rock climbing, running the airport at Burning Man, or mastering Los Angeles' ethnic food scene. Again, that's Pubcast Worldwide, and our interview with Z is episode 31. You can check that out at pubcastworldwide.com slash 31. I do have one or two more things to mention before I let you off the hook this week, so let's jump to the most important one first. If you thought this episode was valuable, please share it with a friend or coworker, and please consider leaving a review for us on iTunes. For young shows like ours, the best thing you can do is leave us a rating and review on iTunes to help get this show on the map. It can be as short as one sentence, and you can do it from either your phone, through the Apple Podcasts app, or on iTunes. And if you do, please leave your Twitter handle or something like that in the review, because I will be reading all of these pretty closely, and I'd love to give you a personal thank you on social media for taking the time. As we wrap up, I'd like to say thank you to our sponsor for today's show, Audible. Audible is the world's largest library of audiobooks and other spoken word entertainment, and as someone that's constantly traveling, it's how I keep up with my reading and stay sharp even when I'm on the go. Best of all, since you're a listener of this podcast, we're giving you a free audiobook if you sign up for Audible at audibletrial.com slash happyhourpod. The guests we interview on this podcast share a lot of resources for you to dive into, the topics we discuss even further, and many times those resources are books that the manufacturing all-stars on this show have read to up their game. I always make sure to include links to resources like that in my show notes, and more often than not, you can find those titles in audiobook form on Audible. Head over to audibletrial.com slash happyhourpod to snag your free audiobook today. Speaking of show notes, for all resources and links mentioned in this episode, make sure to visit manufacturinghappyhour.com to check out the show notes for this episode with Z. Holly. That's it for this week, folks. We have another full-length episode for you next week. In the meantime, please hit us up with your reviews on iTunes, and we'll see you back here on Manufacturing Happy Hour real soon. Cheers! Thanks for listening to Manufacturing Happy Hour. Powered by the Industrial Network.